0: I'm in my car. I'm high as a kite.
1: I'm listening to rock and roll. (laughs) Action! And there's the chip. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Questioning McConaughey. My name is Danny Yao, and with me is
0: Bianca O'Neill.
1: And welcome. This is our first podcast where we're going to be talking about romantic comedies by revisiting the classic romantic comedies of Matthew McConaughey.
0: Really, the most important actor of his genre.
1: Yes, and this sort of idea came about because he is so acclaimed at the moment and you just sent me an article today about him and but yet I haven't seen what is considered his greatest works the things that made him famous right well
0: yeah I guess they're questionable as greatest works but yeah
1: (laughs) so well let's just see if we can answer that question yes are they great so we're going to be looking at uh, five Matthew McConaughey uh, romantic comedies and this is our first episode and episode one we're going back to 2001 Bianca do you want to tell people what the film is
0: yes first up we're going to look at the wedding planner classic romantic comedy with j-lo back when she was trying to be an actress remember that that was funny <laughs> explain to me how you have a career and make it everybody else's dreams in love come true but in your own life and that it's
1: okay while mary
0: was planning everyone else's love life she didn't have one of her own
1: mary you haven't been on a date in two years
0: you can't avoid love forever you know those who
1: can't do teach Those who can't wed.
0: So fate stepped in.
1: (laughs) Well, look, that trailer gave away a lot. But, Bianca, do you want to try and explain... For people who may have not seen the film in a a while, do you want to explain in your words what you think the story was?
0: Sure. Well, I mean, I guess it's the story of a woman who is old, um, hopeless, unmarried... And the family who really is just holding in their sadness and shame of having an unwed daughter who is over 25. Yes. Really. It's really about the shame I know. of her I not know. being married, I think. Um, and the ensuing hijinks of meeting a man who is, by the way, a paediatrician, of course... He loves kids. He saved her five hundred times. He's perfect. But shock and awe—he's actually about to get married to someone she's about to plan a wedding for.
1: Yes, that is—that's her. That's obviously the title. She is a wedding planner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and tell me about the friends.
0: Oh well, there's. There's some real, like, we always love the friends in romantic comedies, don't we? I mean, we've talked a bit about the uh, the hopeless guy friend who's always in these romantic comedies, who's a real yes. douchebag, who's always seems to be really scared about a woman cutting his grass. Yeah. And wants to play poker <laughs> and, like, smoke cigars and, like do weird shit.
1: But usually it's like more, ad- and occasionally sort of more advanced in the relationship anyway. Like he's already married and has a kid. And, and hates I'm his ba- wife. Yeah.
0: Cause like women are shit and <laughs> like then, ruin their lives and tries to talk them out of like chasing a woman.
1: But then in act three, you find out that he's just putting it on and he really loves her. Yes. And that teaches the main guy a lesson. I love oh, that guy.
0: Oh yeah. Well there's, there's <laughs> actually, I'd like to call the guy, the friend in this n- never really present guy friend. Because he's not really that prominent in this movie.
1: Yeah, he's not the strongest sort of, you know, male best friend.
0: No. He's really only there to bounce an idea of cheating on his fiance off. That's really (laughs) the only scene that he's present in, to be honest. And also they had to have him in the movie because it's a wedding, so they had to have a best man, right?
1: Tell me more about the girls' friends.
0: So then we've got the hopeless chick friend. Yes. Right. So the hopeless romantic, who's also such a mess, and she like tries to push them together, and is like her junior at the wedding planning firm. It's a very serious <laughs> wedding planning firm that she works for. Uh, the blonde fiance, of course. The blonde fiance. We have to yes. have the American standard blonde fiance, who's pretty nice. To be honest, but they do spend the entire movie trying to justify why JLo should steal her fiance from her.
1: I, I, I have usually less opinion about these things, but I think she was made to look particularly blonde and annoying just on the face of it to particularly look uptight. and uptight. Oh, yeah, for sure. Know, without having that being written in her character in any way.
0: Yeah, well, I mean. In the end, J.Lo is a uh, laid back Italian woman, right? So we have to talk about this. I don't understand why J.Lo has to be Italian in this. I mean, she's quite clearly Latino. She has a Latino accent. Yes. <laughs>
1: and, a, and a very big Latino following in music career. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so there's that. I mean, her last name's Lopez, for instance. I mean, why not Spanish? Why not go with Spanish?
1: Well, I don't, I don't really know because why
0: Italian? I don't, I don't really, I don't get it. it. Doesn't add anything to the story, does it?
1: Is it because it's just that edge of, and actually no, it's not particularly Italian. But is it just the edge of like ethnic conservative familyness, or
0: what? Like a Latino family,
1: <laughs> yeah, like a Spanish family, or like anyone that is basically, yeah.
0: And the last, most important character also is Italian. The Jewish dad, (laughs) who is clearly not Italian and has a very Brooklyn Jewish accent.
1: And there's the Italian boy.
0: Oh, yes. So this is the storyline that is, you know, there to kind of add to the movie. I mean, whether it adds anything is another question. But uh, there's the storyline of the childhood friend who, because the dad is so disappointed in his daughter not being married, tries to set up. A marriage with him who has for some reason flown from Italy and decided to live in America now and <laughs> has just accepted that he's being married to someone who he hasn't seen in 30 years I'm a bit confused as to how that happened because there's no explanation he just shows up one day and her dad's like you guys are married now and they're like okay
1: Hold on, Bianca, are you accusing this film of having (laughs) side characters which the writers haven't thought about the backstory and have not developed into three-dimensional characters?
0: They're so flimsy I could wrap (laughs) some presents with them, can I just say, okay? There's a couple of great side stories in it, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: So the story is she meets this man who is, by an amazing coincidence, married to the client of that she's trying to get in her.
0: I think we really first, before we even get there, we really have to talk about how they meet.
1: Yes. Let's, let's talk about how they meet.
0: Okay. So Italian (laughs) JLo is really obsessive compulsive (laughs) because she's single and she's got nothing else in her life. I reckon that's what they're trying to get at. This is clearly what they're trying to get at. If you're married, you aren't obsessive compulsive and obsessive compulsive disorder can actually be solved by getting married, is the is the answer that I got from this movie.
1: Now, Bianca, um, we're, 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 so if this is our first episode and you're listening. We're going to talk about the things that we learned from this mm, film at mm, the end mm. of the episode. But I just want to make it clear at this point, Bianca, are you saying that you learned from this movie those lessons of control because she actually says at around 90 minutes into this film... Something about... I like to
0: control my life.
1: But maybe it's not working for me. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's
0: It's so (laughs) obvious. So anyway, OCD Italian Mm JLo is walking down the street. And, you know, because she's single and um, doesn't... And has this amazing corporate job, which is wedding planning, which isn't a corporate job, by the way. But anyway, she's wearing her very expensive high heels, which she gets caught in a grate in the middle of the road. Now, magically a huge dumpster gets released from the top of a hill, and as it speeds towards her, this intelligent, seemingly capable woman doesn't seem to grasp that instead of leaving her shoe there and running away, that perhaps it's not a great idea to just sit there and stare at this huge dumpster that is going to run her over.
1: No, because she takes her foot out...
0: And tries to pull the shoe I out.
1: to pull the shoe out as the doctor's coming for her.
0: So luckily, you know, it's so dramatic. It's it's she almost died, right? So she actually got saved. She's so capable in the rest of her life, and yet she's unable to grasp that this thing is about to kill her, and it's more important to get out of the way than to save her shoe. So anyway, Matthew McConaughey jumps in the in the way. Pushes her over, saves her from dying, and then lays on her for way too
1: long. Yes, he. it is one of the notes that I've made as well, which is... Because like, this is, what, five, ten minutes into the movie. One of the very few notes that I've made was, he's lying on her for too long.
0: He's creepy. <laughs> he's it's just... creepy. Tell me it's not creepy that he was lying on top of her in the street and then carried her to the car, like, passed out ferried her to an undisclosed location, went through her wallet, did tests on her without her consent. (laughs) Tell me that this is not creepy. If any other guy did this, that's abduction. I'm pretty sure that's abduction.
1: And what, took her to a kid's hospital?
0: Yeah, because... (laughs) guess what he's a doctor for children my hysteric single ovaries like this has to be the perfect man he saved me from my horrible life of ocd and being single by the way she doesn't seem that unhappy she, she also it's ne- not like she's unhappy in her life she seems like she's got a nice neat apartment not being ruined by anyone
1: she's oh, got Bianca. like
0: lovely clothes She would die for them. You
1: know. Well, there's the scene where she has dinner on her own, which is supposed to make us realise that her life is a complete sham.
0: Yeah, until she marries a paediatrician who's never home, and then she has dinner on her own. Come on now. So I have
1: questions about that scene. One is, she never seems to... uh, Waking up from her horrific accident, she never seems to ask about her shoe.
0: No, but it was that important. And yet she doesn't but she's been so overwhelmed by this by waking up in the middle of nowhere with this creepy man who lay way yeah. on top of her way too long mm. she never was like did yeah. you just abduct me get yeah. away from me creepy man and like mace him instead she's like oh i'm so in love
1: the other thing is do you...
0: is it a different time <laughs> wasn't that long do you ago? think in 2016 <laughs> that women are just way more cynical and think that they're getting murdered
1: Thanks to Instagram. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then also, there seems to be a lot of, like, is this a world with a lot of garbage dump trucks accidents falling down a hill and it, apparently. attacking people? And then dudes just hanging out in the corner waiting to save people Waiting from to it? save
0: women. Uh, it it was so stilted as well, like the way it was shot. She's like, ah. And then he's like, oh, And he, like, runs over. It was so stupid. But anyway, historic friend comes in, right? I don't know. Because he, he's gone through her wallet. And he's found historic friend's number. Yes, this
1: is JLo's friend Judy Greer. Yes. Yes,
0: uh, and obviously drools visibly over this children's doctor. Yes. Meanwhile, Italian OCD JLo has been going through his photos and obviously asking him, "Are you married?" But not in an obvious way, but in an obvious way. Oh, who's that woman in that photo? He avoids the question. He, and I, the reason why I bring this up is because later on, he tries to weasel out of this point. Oh, I never said I wasn't married. Oh, I never misled you. And yet he's got a woman who he's clearly abducted, who's passed out. I mean, he might've given her roofies. I mean, she was out for a long time for someone who just got pushed over on the street.
1: That's Come true. Come on. Like, he might've set up the garbage bin in the first place. Yes,
0: it's all a ruse. <laughs> anyway, he, ob- he obviously dodges these questions yeah there are several openings where he could be like oh no that's my sister but i've got a great picture of my fiance over here no
1: his behavior let's 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 have a look at other things that he does before we analyze matthew mcconaughey's behavior in this film Mm. let alone his acting (laughs) (laughs) so they've met and judy greer best friend asks kind of asks JLo lo and Matthew McConaughey out on their behalves,
0: Yes. And they go and
1: have this romantic little date.
0: Yeah, I don't know why she didn't try and steal him for herself, to be honest. That's the question. She, she's so selfless, this hysteric best friend.
1: Yes, that's right. I'm trying to think of what her... Because usually they have a love story. What happened to her love story?
0: She never gets one. Yeah, she, she gets left have... with the work <laughs> as J-Lo goes in... Anyway, I won't give it away because we're going to get there. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. But, yes, he, you know, there's there's several hilarious quirks of Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey that come up later. And least of all is the all right, all right, all right. Yes. You know, they get asked out on this date. Historical best friend ghosts, like any third wheel should. Oh, yes.
1: She just disappears. Yes.
0: She does, a, like, a solid ghost. Yeah. Good wingman. Yeah. 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 Uh, J-Lo should be nicer to her, really. <laughs> Give her a promotion. Bit of a bonus. yeah and they're clearly on a date again i bring this up because mcconaughey tries to get out of it later so they're on a date they're in a uh, they're in an outdoor cinema by themselves watching a romantic film at night and they get up and dance together and their kiss is only halted by the impending rain because don't you know you can't kiss someone in the rain
1: yes <laughs> yeah no no especially water the <laughs> water
0: kind of ruins it all so it was so shocking that it rained that it stopped their dramatic kiss
1: but bianca there's there's nothing wrong so far it's not like he has a wife or a partner that we've met
0: no not at all and i, I don't think that it should come up at any point including asking her to dance and trying to kiss her in the rain i mean why yeah. would you mention you have a wife at this point or potential wife But I guess like the other thing is as well, there were two things that really stood out in this scene to me that were particularly disturbing. One is the funny quirk of the I only eat brown M&Ms and you just know that's gonna come up later. You're just like, oh, we're gonna see this later on. It's gonna be like, oh, she remembered. And it's like, no, like if someone said that to me, I'd be like, just fucking eat the M&Ms. Like you're not important. (laughs) Like you're not a rock star. Like this is not quirky, it's dumb. And he's like, oh, it's because it's more healthy. I mean, it's so stupid. The reasoning is dumb.
1: Yeah, the reasoning is that there's less food coloring in the brown ones.
0: But the thing is, I would like to protest this point, because (laughs) they're brown on the candy. The outside is candy. Candy is not naturally brown it doesn't even make sense his reasoning doesn't even make sense no but it's this is why i'm a terrible date It's. see i would be like arguing about the reasoning
1: yeah i'd like to remake this film with you in the role of just tearing apart this poor man Uh, the second
0: thing that bothers me yes why oh why is there the usual question of oh you can dance can you and he has to explain why he's not gay Because he can dance. (laughs) First of all, I know plenty of gay men who cannot dance. That's true. And I just, I just, yeah, there there always has to be like a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Oh, is he gay? He's so sensitive and nice. Like with the assumption that straight guys are not nice and can't dance and are not sensitive, it's really weird. I find the whole thing weird.
1: Yeah, I find that weird as well. Is it just something that needs to be answered in a film like this where they just need to make Well clearly
0: it like not that. if he's engaged <laughs> <laughs>
1: What? I didn't know that
0: So anyway perfect first date like whose first date goes like this honestly like it's the stupidest first date ever. She asks him out for a second date before they've even finished the first date. Like what a desperate I'm sorry <laughs> that's too much and he like he goes okay that sounds good meanwhile still no mention of the fiance at this point. No Next level.
1: Next level. So the quirks, that is sort of one of the big things for romantic comedy, I think, because mm. inherently for the structure... Apparently
0: are... fleshing out the characters.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's how good those quirks are and uh, that really, really makes a film. And some movies are very, very quirky, some are less quirky, and but those are little memorable moments, right? That. Mm. that...
0: I would say, like... A good, quirky movie is the equivalent of creating, you know, a paper crane out of a single piece of paper, right? Mm. You know, creating a third dimension where mm. there wasn't one before. Oh, yeah. This kind of one is the same as using squiggle scissors to cut out a love heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you tried to give it some dimension, but it didn't really work.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of other ones like, all the ones in When Harry Met Sally, like, you know, her ordering food and whatever, and that's used as a setup and a payoff in those really, really lovely moments.
0: But she was just a cool chick. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, she was just, like, in it for herself. She and was she was just in it for herself.
1: Hold on, and you're accusing Italian J-Lo? Italian OCD J-Lo.
0: <laughs> Clearly not in it for herself with how quickly she agreed to marry someone but then didn't agree to marry someone who she hadn't seen for 20 years while she was dating someone who was also... Engaged
1: But well look She's met a lovely guy And also things are going Really well for her at work He's
0: going great Considering he's engaged (laughs) This is a great relationship And then okay Oh my god Surprise Well not He's the fiance Of the woman She's planning a wedding for Yeah I mean we all knew This was coming It was coming from The first second And then it's like They show the back of his head And she's like Oh I'd like you to meet His fiance It's like this big Dramatic silent moment And it's like That wasn't dramatic That wasn't a surprise.
1: Does anyone, you know, like... I sometimes quite enjoy walking into a film that I hear is good and not knowing anything about it. Do you reckon anyone does that with these kind of films?
0: I mean, I think you have your assumptions. Like, you wouldn't be there unless you get in your payoffs. And this is the first payoff. It's like, he has to be the fiancé. He has to. (laughs) Like, that's your payoff. Like, you have your, your moments that you're expecting and a rom-com is not the place to surprise people. It really is not. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not. not. A big twist. People yeah. don't like it. No. They get very
0: angry about it. Yeah. So, you know, we get the dance representing the argument. We've seen this in Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which apparently began a real life version of this with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Angelina Jolie. Yes. Angelina Jolie being Italian OCD JLo lo in this example. <laughs> And it's, like, the first of a few really poor metaphors that are engaged during the movie. So, oh, the dance argument. Oh, they're going back and forth, and they're, like... Anyway, the point is, why are they even dancing in the first place? She's such a trusting fiancé for having someone who is clearly cheating on her behind her back.
1: Now, this is one of the first moments where the fiancé, blonde fiancé, has um, done something where... She's gotten a phone call or something, and instead of getting everyone to wait or do something else, she demands that J-Lo and Matthew McConaughey just go and dance to not waste the lesson that they've paid for. Yeah, she's very
0: forceful about getting another woman to go and dance with her partner in, like, some kind of sexual innuendo. (laughs) It's odd. And this is the first in a series of these things. Where she's constantly pushing... J.Lo to go and hook up with her man and then act, su- well, she doesn't really get a chance to act surprised when she find. well, she never finds out, does she? We well, don't no. even get that payoff. That's no, actually not. something that I didn't think of until just this very moment, no. that we don't get the payoff of the reaction.
1: No, because it would ruin the movie. It would make you feel bad well, about, we would make you make second- J.Lo
0: look bad. And that's not the point, right?
1: No, it's not. It's not the point. Women
0: to feel bad for J.Lo. Mm. She's found the perfect man and he's engaged and she's such a horrible fiance for him.
1: Uh, Yes, but we're jumping ahead, I think. So she's met... She realises that her big account in this wedding planner world, which, does this world exist? I imagine that the most... I imagine the people who plan Kardashian weddings and stuff, there must be some sort of wedding planner that is
0: this idea that like she's a lawyer who buys into the company as a partner is just ridiculous like it's just stupid like they're putting flowers on tables at weddings people like she's not (laughs) going to be a partner in a company like it's just and it's setting up the whole premise of like she has to choose between her job and her man kind of a situation Mm. and it's like oh we're bringing that one in as well now like don't you know you can't have both which one are you
1: going to choose that's right. And there's, there's also, we haven't talked about it yet, but we've sort of seen some of her cynicism towards love. Like she, mm. she has lied to a bride about, you know, just to get her ready for, for her big day, just saying what, you know, a crying bride needs to hear. She has managed to identify how long a wedding is gonna last based on just the song. Oh yes, they another choose.
0: quirky moment, yes. which is the judging people's length of marriage on two things, the colour of the bridesmaids' dresses yeah. and the song that they choose to walk down the aisle for. And you know what? Italian OCD JLo, She's a harsh bitch, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. These like, you know, look, Teal ain't a great colour. So, you know, I agree with her there. But Someone's choice in colour does not a horrible wife make.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So, yeah, she's very cynical about the whole thing. And I think that's the other dynamic that we're supposed to understand here, which is she's so close to this love and she's always at weddings, but, you know, she, she doesn't love herself.
0: Well, this is the thing, and it's like the whole movie is based around this idea that J-Lo has to somehow justify to the audience why she should be able to steal this person's man, right? Mm-hmm. So the first of these is like, oh, surprise, surprise, the fiancé chooses the song that J-Lo predicts is the shortest marriage ever, which is Olivia Newton-John's. Uh, I will always... Uh, what is it? Uh, Olivia Newton-John's... Oh, is it
1: Hopelessly Devoted to You? Or oh, like it's that? one yeah, of yeah. the Olivia,
0: uh, Olivia Newton-John songs. And, uh, you know... This allows her to go, oh, now I can steal the main man because I predict that their wedding will last four months. So it's not really doomed to, it's doomed to fail anyway. It doesn't matter. I'm not a horrible person because I anticipate they're gonna break up anyway. On a side note,
1: I honestly love you by, um,
0: it's I honestly, <laughs> I honestly love you. I mean, it is a shocking song. Yeah, it is a shocking song. I, I once went to a wedding on a side note where their bridal song was Beauty and the Beast. And my mum leaned over to me and said, what? who's the beast?
1: <laughs> that is strange.
0: They're still married though. So JLo, you know, she would be in there going, that's got five days on it, right? <laughs> so t- turns out JLo might, might not be on the money here. Yes. But, like, let's talk about this point, actually. What are her justifications for stealing this man? So there's the teal bridesmaid dresses, so entirely based on a colour. Then there's the song. They choose the song that someone else had broken up after four months.
1: Well, that gives us the sense that this was never going to last.
0: They're just not matched. Don't you know that if they don't have a special song together... Then instead of just being a normal fucking couple who doesn't have like shitty special songs, (laughs) like normal people, that must mean that they're not suited Mm. to each other. It's an
1: indication. But there's other reasons why J Lo is more perfect for Matthew McConaughey in this film than the blonde fiance. Is there though? But well, I think there's. there's, you're, (laughs) You're forgetting the main one, which is, out of all the people on the planet, they're the only two that want a small wedding.
0: I know, right? I've never heard that before. I know. Literally never met a man who wants a small wedding. I know. <laughs> and this idea that if they disagree on the size of the wedding, like the woman wants a big wedding, on a side note, her fucking parents are paying for it, he doesn't get a say. <laughs> right? They're fronting up some big dosh. They are. She gets to have the dosh. big wedding that she wants. Give her a give her a break she wants to go and wear a ridiculous puffy dress and she wants to go and have swans or some shit give her a break to
1: be fair no one's arguing with that matthew mcconaughey is going along with it and JLo's los getting the job out of it
0: yeah well j-lo's making money I know, right. sweet commish <laughs> on a wedding that she's trying to break up i know i mean which is another like horrible hor- like she's italian ocd j-lo is not one of the like she's not a sister mm-hmm. here she's she's really not. no a sister. she's really not <laughs> no
1: now the other thing which I guess we're supposed to take into account when we get Decide. to the end of the film and whether these is did they fall in love over the course of the film was there enough connection between the two characters
0: oh uh, I think that their the basis of their love in terms of him leaving his fiance, is shoddier than like a piece of timber you buy at Kmart yeah. seriously like <laughs> it's terrible I mean the idea as well that there is like another justification, which I thought was hilarious, which was like the fiance goes, Oh, you know, I really want him to head up my children's charity. That's what I want him to do when we're after we're married. And JLo judges this woman like she's trying to get him to be like a coal miner. You know what I mean? Like he's a pediatrician, he works for kids. This horrible woman is trying to make him head up a children's (laughs) charity. She's horrific.
1: Run now.
0: She's a monster. Oh, God, it's
1: so stupid. Uh, Yes, it's definitely, yeah, it's crazy. And I don't think, she's painted unfairly bad, that blonde fiancé character. She gets a short story. She gets nothing to do. We never feel for her. But she
0: doesn't, like, along with the fact that Matthew McConaughey and J-Lo's relationship is just not that strong anyway not enough to justify everything that goes on in the movie their relationship isn't strong enough to be engaged in the first place so i don't like they don't seem to have much affection for one another she's setting him up with j every light left right and center it's yeah, bizarre we,
1: ne- we never really see the two together until they break up
0: no that's like the only touching moment is when they break up yeah, no. is it meant to be touching i don't know Anyway, so we move on. We get the, uh, there's two interesting moments here. We get the lame physical showdown montage with this extra fiancé who we haven't really spoken about The male fiancé. Yeah, yeah, the Italian fiancé. So maybe we should talk about him.
1: Yeah, so when he was first introduced, really, really early on in a scene where, like,
0: Jewish dad. Jewish dad. Jewish <laughs> Italian dad.
1: And this film was kind of, you know, very Schindler's List-esque of this tragedy story of this woman. <laughs> it might as well have been black and white and with strings. And then that she, in, in the only glimmer of hope, the dad introduces this guy who doesn't speak English. Who is basically comic relief. He's someone we dug it out of your childhood. And then she kind of runs away comically.
0: He's painted as a real bozo, can I just say. Yeah. And over time... I actually started to feel affection for him. (laughs) I did. He was actually very sweet in the end.
1: I thought he was too dumb to be alive. Like, he was too (laughs) dumb to really be a character in this world. But I thought he would disappear after that first scene. I thought what could have worked as a joke was the dad just randomly pulling weird people out and going, you should marry this guy. But instead...
0: Like my big fat Greek wedding.
1: (laughs) When they do the (laughs) montage of all the
0: different guys that her dad's trying to set her up with. But They stick with it.
1: They stick with this guy. And they try to give him a character. And you're right, they do give him some human moments. Mm. And he...
0: Well, on the point that we just made before, does J-Lo and Matthew McConaughey's relationship stand to justification for what happens in the end? On a side note, I think that the closest moment between two characters, most romantic moment between two characters, actually between this Italian fiance and Italian JLo, when they're sitting down at dinner and he talks about like when she was a child and he remembers her mama who's now passed away. And they have this really lovely moment where he cooks for her and makes her feel better. And it's like, actually, that was the only romantic mo- moment in the whole movie. And yet they're the ones who don't end up together so they are able to create romantic moments just not between the characters that they're meant to (laughs) it's so bizarre
1: yeah you're right and then also they get engaged because why
0: (laughs) i'm still confused about this so they were like assumed engaged and that j-lo didn't actually have to be proposed to or say yes everyone just said like the father just introduced him and then said, You're getting married. And JLo kind of just didn't answer, but then told Matthew McConaughey she was engaged and kind of went with it. Was it for jealousy? Because it didn't really generate any jealousy or anything. They could have played that up way more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe didn't. that's what they were trying to do with the montage of the working out and Matthew McConaughey was supposed to be jealous, but it didn't really stand. Any? No,
0: because it was like this single moment on its own on an island, Yeah. and the rest of the movie is like mainland. Yeah, you know, there it was just no didn't. Boats. There, there, were, there was no connection, no bridge, no boats, no introduction. Nothing. There was yeah. just a random boy versus boy physical montage com- competition that had no basis in anything.
1: He also throws that. Oh, but you didn't mention you were engaged. Back and, at J-Lo. And
0: it's, again, to make him no, not look like a dick for having, che- like, basically cheated on his fiance. Yes. So what they've done is they've gone, people are going to judge Matthew McConaughey for going after another woman, right? Mm-hmm. So if we make her engaged as well, then they're equal. Yes. That was the premise. Yes. But then it's obvious that it's not equal. Because so then it doesn't work anyway. So then why people... is it... Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> but on side note, can I just say... Tiresome, okay this idea of like okay first of all is he gay because he can dance and now it's like don't you know men win women from other men so now whoever wins the showdown wins her and, <laughs> and it's like a second round it's like a second round of JLo not actually deciding her own fate it's like a bunch this whole movie is a bunch of men deciding who j Lo should marry it's weird <laughs>
1: Yeah, she doesn't have much agency. She's a victim to fate, isn't she? Yes. Uh, And around that scene, around the montage, there's also... She gets just carried away on a horse for no reason.
0: Yeah, so he saves her again. She needs so much saving, (laughs) J-Lo. She's so... Like, she's so, like, work-focused and smart and organised, but yet somehow she always needs her life saved. Mm. Like, I personally have never had to be, had my life saved. But JLo had it happen twice in the space of a couple of weeks. Like, really it's quite
1: interesting. Have never any sort of dumpsters come at you from- No, running?
0: no, no runaway horses. No, um, no, no, I haven't need to be, had my life saved. It's yeah. very bizarre. It's like, it's just so out out of the ordinary, but it's developed as like this ordinary thing. Like yes. it's like, oh yeah. And then on a side note, if you're the chick fiance, right, and this woman who's the wedding planner is trying to like play up this idea of like, oh, I'm engaged too. You don't have to worry about me stealing my man. She gets released on a runaway horse. Oh, old mate Italiano, he's not interested in saving her. It doesn't no. even make one attempt. <laughs> After spending like a whole day having a physical montage of competitiveness with Matthew McConaughey, suddenly doesn't care about J.Lo anymore, cared about her for a second, suddenly doesn't care about her. No, yeah.
1: No, no.
0: And Matthew McConaughey goes
1: off and saves her. And then obviously blonde fiance then says something along the lines of...
0: Now that you've pressed up against each other, yeah. I'd like you to stay together
1: by yourself yeah. some more. There's no way that you're <laughs> gonna let her go home on her own, so you better stay with her while, and develop some sort of relationship behind my back.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's very strange. But, I mean, on a side note, can I just go back on this whole premise of why is the guy in these movies always with a woman? Why are they never single?
1: Well, I think it's because there's not a movie there, right? If they're just going, a woman meets a single guy and then there's no drama or conflict or challenge there,
0: But so what we're teaching people that you can only live happily ever after if you steal a man, because I feel like gut instinct, (laughs) it's probably the opposite.
1: Yeah, but you know, I think that's just, no, I mean, it's just the drama of things, right? It's like a bank heist. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) there has to be a challenge. And unfortunately, it is always about stealing them. well, not always, but very often almost
0: always in a romantic comedy the guy's taken but the girl's never taken Do
1: no get that's get what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah.
0: so there's this idea that there's like double the amount of women in life than men which is just not true
1: No, that's definitely not true, especially in Sydney.
0: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So anyway, you you touched on it before. The Italian guy proposes after they already assumed they were engaged, but then they didn't, and then they had a touching moment, and then he decides to make it official and put a ring on it properly. Yes. So they have this proposal moment, Italiano and Italian J-Lo. Yeah. In front of the family,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, random assorted black man who seems to be part of their family and some other guy from the mental asylum that
1: her dad's <laughs> Her dad lives in an old person's home, like a retirement yeah, home, and these bizarre. are the, his friends. So she
0: can't be that nice if her dad's in a retirement home, on a side note.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially when she's working with his big firm and almost a partner, but that's yeah, fine.
0: and has all this money, apparently. Anyway, uh, old Italiano, <laughs> he he's lovely. He creates the... He creates the uh, dollhouse of her childhood. Yes. And puts the ring in it. Again, the only redeemable male character in this fucking movie, and she doesn't want to marry him. He turns it around, the ring's there, she doesn't have a look at it. I mean, I'd be checking the carrots on it first, but anyway, she doesn't. (laughs) She's a bit desperate at this stage. So she goes, and again, quirk. We refer to the Scrabble board.
1: Yes, there's a Scrabble thing throughout the film.
0: Yeah, so again, all these quotes are so two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we have to, like, make their engagement cutesy. Just put a thing in the beginning about how she likes to play Scrabble. Yeah. That's what it feels like. All of these moments just feel like, okay, at the end, we have to refer back to something at the first date. Just put a thing about him liking brown M&Ms. <laughs>
1: they just all seem so
0: random, and none of them, like, actually make sense to the character. And
1: so how does the Scrabble one pay off in this scene? So
0: then we get the appalling use of Scrabble tiles, not to say yes, not to say yes, to say, okay, (laughs) it's a bit harsh. I mean, I would take that back. I'd be like, take backs. I'm not, I'm not proposing to you anymore. Okay. Is not a good enough. There's a reason there's yes or no.
1: It is a really weird scene, isn't it? Do
0: you reckon because she puts the O down first, do you reckon she was considering no? And then she only had a K, so then she just puts the K down. She's like, oh, sorry, I don't have an N. I'll put the K down.
1: Isn't it really, really <laughs> harsh to say no via Scrabble? <laughs> <laughs> it that's would be just, amazing, though. I can imagine you also went, oh, I have an O. Hold on, let me dig around. Wait a second, I'm just going to dig around the bag to <laughs> see if I can And he's like, find it's going
0: to be okay. And then she's like, oh, the N. And it's like, oh, it's like the moment in The Simpsons where the heart breaks in slow
1: motion. <laughs> but there's no reason why they couldn't have just filmed it to say yes
0: i know it's It's, so weird i don't know it's it's bizarre but i guess it does reflect her consistently lagging interest in italiano yes
1: Yes. so
0: i mean i guess it's fitting
1: yes okay (laughs) and so they find themselves engaged and the wedding of matthew mcconaughey and blonde fiance is also imminent
0: yes it's on its way
1: yes and so what day does this J- does Italian OCD J-Lo decide to organise her wedding?
0: So it's ramping up. She she has a moment where she goes, you know what, I'm out. I'm going to marry this Italian guy. I'm not interested in this uh, philandering uh, paediatrician anymore. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to get my promotion. I'm going to get my sweet commish. I'm going to take him for all the money of his fiancée, who I used to be going behind the back of. So she's really just like punishing the fiance, I feel, by making her pay up yeah. for a wedding that they're 100% sure is not going to work out. <laughs> so she goes, you know, this, this whole wedding, it's going to make me partner. It's going to earn me shiz of dollars. I know. I'll put my wedding on the same day.
1: Yes. And puts her assistant in charge and just sort of bails.
0: It's just so bizarre though. It's like, They've spent the entire movie going on about how career-oriented she is, and yet she bails on her biggest account to go get married on the same day? It just seems bizarre. And a wedding planner, I am sorry, a wedding planner's having a big wedding. And I'm sorry, an Italian wedding planner? That's (laughs) going to be the wedding to end all weddings, right? Yet again, we prove that it's not really Italian. But before all this happens, we've missed something. We've missed a really key moment in their romantic life, their romantic story. Which is? Matthew McConaughey breaks the penis off a statue and gets oh, stuck yes, to it.
1: that's right.
0: You forgot. So after she'd decided she's out, she's going ahead with this wedding, she's going to, like, get married to the Italiano, she doesn't want to have anything to do with Matthew anymore, the fiancé pushes them into another soul
1: excursion. Oh, yes, for a week or something, where they have to... She's away for a week or something. Yes,
0: and again, obviously trusts JLo and puts her in a situation where they have to go and pick statues. So, of course, Matthew and J-Lo are walking around and they push over a statue accidentally. Mm. The penis falls off.
1: Yes, which is just representative (laughs) metaphoric
0: shall we go through the symbolism here because this is really interesting to me this idea of okay so the penis falls off j-lo whips out her wedding planner belt
1: yeah it's like the batman utility belt
0: yeah (laughs) so it's got everything in it i know it's awesome so she whips it out and the security guard's coming so they put some glue on it and they go to stick it on yes right For someone with a utility belt that holds super glue in it, you'd think she'd know how to use it. But no, they've stuck his hand to the penis. Yes. Comedic moment ensues, which isn't actually that funny at all. Yes. So then he breaks it off again after the security guard gets him in trouble. And it's stuck to his hand. So there's this, this wonderful moment where they're both sitting there with a stone penis trying to get it off his hand. Is that meant to be a lovely moment, by the way? Because I feel like they were trying to make it into this touching moment, but there's a stone penis in between them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, I think it was supposed to be quirky, and it's awful, a bit of screwball comedy or something, but it's weird.
0: So what I got from this, I don't know, stop me if I'm wrong, the removal of a penis from his hand is that symbolic.
1: <laughs> no, it's the putting of the penis in his hand. That's, that's is it? Because I see took it, get it as
0: I took it as like he was previously stuck to this idea of manhood, and now he has to let it go oh. to be with J Lo. Oh.
1: <laughs> I almost see you can read it the other way. Maybe, maybe he's taking his manhood back that J Lo was putting. The stone penis symbolism of his manhood. Sticking it. Back into his... Right where he deserves it. Right back into his hands (laughs) and not having it be just left on the grass.
0: I mean, it's such a poor metaphor. It could go either way. (laughs) Who knows what they meant? I don't know why it existed anyway. And
1: I'm really glad that they chose that moment also to be put in the trailer because it's one of the key moments. But then didn't
0: explain it. So there's just just a (laughs) flash of them holding a penis. It's quite interesting. Yeah. So then I've got a note here, he saves her again for the third time. Women need so much saving from a man. But I don't remember what the third saving is. Do you remember what that is? Is it because the statue's going to fall on her or something?
1: I'm trying to remember. Is it food related? Did he give her the Heimlich? That seems like nice. <laughs> He should have. Yes.
0: Anyway, so she lies to the uh, fiancé who comes in questioning whether they should go ahead with the marriage and tells her, no, you love him. Go ahead with it.
1: Yes, blonde fiancee, yes. So she
0: sticks it to her twice. First of all, she lies to her when she should really tell her, no, you shouldn't marry this guy because yep. he's clearly like either cheating on you or going to cheat on you or it's not going to work. Yep. And then she's going to take sweet dosh from her. She's <laughs> really sticking it to her twice.
1: She is, yeah. She's getting everything out of this.
0: She's getting everything. So better to, like, I mean, one of the key lessons here, better to marry someone you don't love than be alone. <laughs> and J-Lo perpetuates that here <laughs> for both herself and the fiancé who's seeking a bit of advice.
1: We'll talk about those, those things that we learned. But, but the thing is, she now has these two weddings on the same day. And yes. Matthew, and this is the only real scene we get of Matthew McConaughey and the blonde fiancé on, on their own. And he basically, a couple of hours before the... Is it even hours? Minutes before they're due to get married? Of course, they sit down. They have a chat.
0: So yeah, they decide not to get married, and then they dump the poor friend, the frazzled friend, on the having to deal with a bunch of guests that have to leave.
1: Yes, and the breakup is the most bloodless,
0: unemotional. (laughs) Just like she's like, "Okay, I'm off to Tahiti. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going on the honeymoon alone. Just I'm gonna find a nice pool boy." Just, just nothing.
1: Just no. no emotion on either side.
0: Oh, there's a, like, there's an attempt at it. There's like this attempt at her chasing him and being angry, kind of. But then he just like talks her into it. But here on a side note though, like, what is this rom-com thing with they always end with a run to the church, like as if everyone's life comes down to like 10 seconds? I know. It doesn't work that way in real life. First of all, she never would have put the wedding on the same day as another wedding she was getting sweet commission from. Secondly, it's like they're always the traffic and they're stuck in the traffic and yeah. they can't get there. And then, oh, it annoys me.
1: Is it all just, I'm trying to think if there's an earlier example, but the end of Woody Allen's Manhattan is a, this beautiful scene of him running through Manhattan, which is like this. And I feel like everyone's just trying to rip that off whether second or third hand. So, yeah, every movie ends with a Look, sort of, it's, a, it's an easy climax, right? It's an easy bit of adventure.
0: Well, that's a good description and Easy Climax. (laughs) I would go with the fact that a rom-com probably doesn't need the element of suspense. I mean, it's quite obvious what's going to happen here.
1: Yeah, but it gets the It's fake. It's fake. It's totally
0: fake. It's like faking the orgasm next level. It's like, (laughs) we all know what's happening. Get the fuck over it. Let's get to the end. Let's have a smoke. Right? It's just... It's the guy who's going on for too long and you're just like, oh, okay, done. <laughs> this is <laughs> what this rom com yeah. is.
1: <laughs> so and he gets there and she's not married. She has she's also decided not to marry yes. her guy. And what a shocker. They go back to the place where they saw the old movie.
0: Yeah. And on a side note, who drives him there?
1: And maybe he just this catches a
0: stilted fiance. <laughs> As if, as if the stilted Italian fiancé who's been dragged along for weeks, months even, finally gets to his wedding day, this poor guy, gets left at the altar. This other guy comes along, who he's already had a physical montage with and beat him at, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And he goes, yeah, mate, I'll drive you to go find my wife. (laughs) Nah, that's not happening.
1: Yes. As if. It is very, I don't know. It's it's just that thing of uh, he just is there to help Jennifer Lopez's character, isn't he? Just anything that yes. she needs. Uh, and then pretty much the movie ends right after they just sort of see each other. We never see any of the consequences.
0: No. And so we, we always have to bring it to a, a circle moment, don't we, Denny, in these movies? It has to come back to the beginning yes. again. Yes, yes. So where has she gone nobody knows I know where she is she's back at the place where we had our first date yes so he goes back finds her watching the movie the romantic movie in the park cemetery park, park. wherever it is and what do you think the reference is that we bring it back to
1: the good old m ms the
0: brown M&Ms as if that's some kind of justification that yes they're made for each other because she remembered his stupid quirk that was completely nonsensical and didn't actually admit that he's a moron for having had it.
1: <laughs> Do you reckon that was a line from Matthew McConaughey's part? To go, hey, I'm going to give away a little quirkiness for myself. See, you, like, you, you reckon that was a in?
0: McConaughey ad? <laughs> you reckon that was
1: his well, creative Well, maybe not license. McConaughey, but like his character. Just sort of like, you know, yeah. It's just like the thing, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea what this guy's up to.
0: Of course it ends on the long-awaited kiss that they never had in the first place because it rained. Thankfully, yes, no water comes near them because it wouldn't have happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now what did we learn from this film, Bianca? From the from both the female perspective and the male perspective?
0: I guess from the female perspective, uh, it's, um, like I said before, better to marry anyone Yes. Then worry about being alone because that means that you have a horrible life, you might as well kill yourself.
1: Yes, marry the guy who is too dumb to live as soon as possible.
0: That you don't like, that you said okay to. Yeah. I would like to put forth a theory that maybe J-Lo's scientific methods of working out if a marriage is set in stone or not are actually not the real way to tell. The real way to tell is if someone says okay instead of yes (laughs) when you propose to them. That was the lesson I got, anyway. Yeah. Uh, You know. (laughs) You're
1: gonna carry a scrabble board around with you so you can communicate with people more that way.
0: I learned that if you ask a guy out for a second date before the first date's finished, you're probably gonna marry them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a solid learn from that one. Uh,
1: And that if you really like a guy and you just really do nothing, Chances are that that relationship will break up in a most bloodless way and everything will be forgiven.
0: They'll be best friends. Mm. Um, I learned that you have to not point out that a guy has a moronic quirk and you have to actually find it endearing.
1: (laughs) Yes, I can see that being a problem for you personally, Bianca. (laughs) (laughs) And from a male perspective, I definitely learned that it is totally okay to just break up with someone minutes before a wedding.
0: And then run after your wedding planner.
1: Just run after the wedding planner.
0: Yeah.
1: Totally okay for me to just go on as many sort of romantic movies in the park with yeah. anyone I want.
0: Yeah, and, and patch them, really, unless it rains.
1: Well, look, <laughs> we're not going to go crazy. If there's rain, then all better are off. That's right. It's completely different. It's not ra- happening. We're not talking about rain rules here. Like, that's a completely different thing. Um... And yeah, and just hang around street corners, waiting for dumpsters to just attack people and for a chance to just get- Maybe let
0: one out yourself.
1: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Then that's a really, really good way to just rub yourself up against someone.
0: So really what you're saying is, the best way to get body-on-body contact with a woman is to try and murder them.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay,
0: I think that's a great lesson. Yeah. That's an amazing lesson to pull from this beautiful, (laughs) romantic movie. (laughs)
1: Uh, Overall, what did you think of this movie?
0: Look, it's not McConaughey's best work,
1: yeah. I must say. Yeah, yeah. Is it not all right, even in th- all right, all right, or the third option?
0: I think this one's a bongos.
1: Yeah, it's a bongos. I, it's a
0: bongos. Yeah, we're going with the bongos, the naked bongos. <laughs> caught by the cops <laughs> and the neighbour. Disappointed. Staying on society Yeah. Right. McConaughey movie, this one.
1: Did it make you laugh? Were there any moments that...
0: Um, At it? Yes. Not with it?
1: Yes, it made me laugh at it, but not with it.
0: There was a lot of, uh, there was more <laughs> groaning than laughing, I would yeah. say.
1: It really was just low-rent romantic comedy, wasn't yes, it? Yes,
0: yes. I mean, again, this is a man who won an Oscar.
1: Not yet, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Didn't he win it for Dallas Spice Club?
1: yeah but that was yeah but that's no no he's yeah sorry not yet he's an oscar winner in the in the person that we're seeing in this film Oh
0: really i mean i guess he was still developing his oscar the lesson we should all take away is if you have a stinker job doesn't mean you're not going to be a ceo one day
1: (laughs) he was watching the awesome (laughs) accent of italian fiance and going yes i'm going to pick up that and the awesome acting from everyone else he was
0: like JLo is nailing this italian thing
1: yeah, so كمان you know, he was, yeah, so he was, you know, you could see the greatness coming through. <laughs> the
0: greatness was
1: coming. Well, look, that's maybe a good place to end on the wedding planner from 2001. And
0: life? <laughs> I think that's probably a good place to end life.
1: Um uh, yes, Bianca, do you want to tell people what our next film that we'll be talking about is?
0: Oh, the next one's one of my actual favorites. Like not ironic favorites, like actual favorites. Mm-hmm. And it's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Starring? Kate Hudson.
1: And? McConaughey, <laughs> right, all right,
0: all right. <laughs> it's always got McConaughey in it. Yes,
1: exactly. We're definitely doing the Matthew McConaughey movie marathon to start off with. Yes. Uh, thanks for joining me, Bianca. And thanks no for worries. everyone for listening. Where can people find more of your stuff on the internet if they want to look you up?
0: Well, I blog over at thesecondrow.com.au or you can follow me on Insta or Twitter at underscore the second row. What about you, Denny?
1: Uh, I am on Twitter or Instagram at Yauami, which is Y-A-U-A-M-I. It's too long to a explain. A terrible,
0: terrible band reference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's caused me a lot of trouble explaining it to people. And you can find me at Yauami.com as well. And we'll be back next week to talk about how to lose a guy in 10 days.
0: Don't worry, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs>